Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us for this very first episode of Central Florida Film Review, a podcast designed to help you relive the magic of movies and let you know what films are a waste of your time so that you don't waste your hard-earned money. Our first film for the podcast is 1992's A Few Good Men, starring Tom Cruise, Demi Moore, Jack Nicholson, and Kevin Bacon. Let's get started. One of the things that we really love to do for this podcast is to use the power of audio to help you just dive into films and understand why maybe you should consider watching it when you need something for entertainment. So, to start off, let's just listen to the trailer and listen to how epic this is and just let it take you away. And how long have you been out of law school? A little over a year. Have you ever been in a courtroom? Command, your Lieutenant Caffey successfully plea bargained 44 cases in nine months. One more, I get a set of steak knives. The facts of the case are these. On midnight of September 6, the accused entered the barracks room of their platoon mate. They tied his arms and legs with tape and forced a rag into his throat. He drowned in his own blood and was pronounced dead at 37 minutes past midnight. I think you're fit to handle the defense. You don't even know me. Ordinarily, it takes someone hours to discover I'm not fit to handle a defense. You want to investigate me? Roll the dice and take your chances. I eat breakfast 300 yards from 4,000 Cubans who are trained to kill me. So don't think for one second you can come down here, flash a badge, and make me nervous. I'll knock it all down to involuntary manslaughter, two years or home in six months. No deal, we're going to court. No, you're not. Why not? Because you'll lose. Do you think Santiago was murdered? Private Santiago is dead because he had no honor. And God was watching. How do you feel about that theory? Sounds good to me. If this case is handled in the same fast food, slick ass, Persian bazaar manner with which you seem to handle everything else, then something's gonna get missed. You wanna slam dunk this guy? Damn you. I know what you're gonna say, you don't have to. We don't have to make a whole big deal out of it. You like me, I won't make you say it. I was just going to tell you to wear matching socks tomorrow. Okay. Good tip. All right. In the heart of the nation's capital, in a courthouse of the U.S. government, we follow orders or people die. It's that simple. Are we clear? Yes, sir. Are we clear? Crystal. One man will stop at nothing to keep his honor, and one will stop at nothing to find the truth. You men follow orders or people die. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You! That was the trailer for A Few Good Men, a film that tells the story of a cover-up in the U.S. military. Tom Cruise stars as Lieutenant Daniel Caffey, a Navy lawyer who must defend two Marines accused of murdering a fellow soldier at Guantanamo Bay. 
With the help of his friends Sam Weinberg, played by Kevin Pollack, and Lieutenant Commander Joanne Galloway, played by Demi Moore, Caffey discovers that the murder is part of something more. On top of having to go head-to-head -head with the leadership at Gitmo, Caffey must let Galloway help him out from under the shadow of his dead father and find justice in the courtroom that he has avoided for his entire career. You guys, I cannot even begin to recommend this film enough. It is a fantastic movie. It's got some really great action to it. The plot progresses at a perfect pace. Not too fast, not too slow. It doesn't draw itself out and make you feel bored. It's a fantastic movie. And it goes at a nice medium speed where you're able to keep up with everything that's happening, doesn't leave any plot holes in, and it explains everything in detail without giving away too much information. It's great. Fantastic film. The music is amazing, and the dialogue between the characters, I think, is one of its biggest strengths. One of the best things about this film is the writing. The way the team of writers and the people in the studio wrote the script and provided the dialogue and material to the actors and actresses involved in the film it was perfect because the dialogue was very powerful, very potent, and in many cases just hilarious, but in a way that did not diminish the value of the film. For example, I think we should take a minute to listen to this one bit of dialogue between Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise. It's, it's going to be amazing. You'll hear it in just a moment, in just a few moments. That, like I said, has got to be one of the best parts about this film. The dialogue has got to be one of the best strengths. And I'm not going to spoil it because it's one of the biggest parts of the film, but later on in the film you will hear one of the best monologues ever written in the history of American cinema. But for right now I'm going to focus on a different segment of dialogue so I don't spoil that for you in case you do decide to watch this film. Colonel? I wore utilities on the plane. You brought your dress uniform with you? Yes. Toothbrush, shaving kit, change of underwear. Your Honor! Is the Colonel's underwear a matter of national security? Gentlemen! You better get somewhere fast with this, Lieutenant. Yes, sir. Colonel? I brought a change of clothes and some personal items. Thank you. After Dawson and Downey's arrest on the night of the 6th, Santiago's barracks room was sealed off and its contents inventory. Four pairs of camouflage pants, three long sleeve khaki shirts, three pairs of boots, four pairs of green socks, three OD green t shirts. Please, Accord, is there a question anywhere in our future? Lieutenant Caffey, I have to ask you to state your question. I'm wondering why Santiago was impacked. Tell you what, we'll get back to that one in a minute. This is a record of all telephone calls made from your base in the past 24 hours. After being subpoenaed to Washington, you made three calls and highlighted those calls in yellow. Do you recognize those numbers, sir? I called Colonel Fitzhughes in Quantico, Virginia. I wanted to let him know that I would be in town. The second call was to arrange a meeting with Congressman Richmond of the House Armed Services Committee. And the third call was to my sister, Elizabeth. Why did you make that call, sir? I thought she might like to have dinner tonight. So as you guys can see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. That dialogue is really well written. And I love the sarcasm that's put in there. Is the Colonel's underwear a matter of national security? I love that. I love that. Tom Cruise asking that question was hilarious. And there's a lot more to come that I wasn't able to find on YouTube exactly. But 
I'll try and find it if I can for you guys, maybe some other time in a bonus feature or something that comes with the podcast episodes. So the dialogue here, absolutely fantastic. And that's just one example of dialogue. But let me get to the point. There's one last thing that I want to talk about before I let you go. Not only does this movie have amazing dialogue and fantastic plot, but the music is phenomenal. The music is absolutely phenomenal. Wait for it. I'm about to share with you some of the soundtrack. You're going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it. As you can see, ladies and gentlemen, absolutely fantastic soundtrack, great music. You have to remember this film is from 1992, and in the 80s and 90s, was that was in the point in American history where using synthesizers and patches and certain other technology to help create soundtracks for films became very popular. And in this film, there are moments when it combines the use of studio orchestras and actual human musicians, and then a keyboard and some technology-generated music, some patches, some music boxes, some keyboards, etc. Really not that bad. And if you use that in moderation, it can help the movie move along. It can help things just sound nice, and it can really fit the moment very well. I can only imagine the challenge that the composer, Mr. Mark Scheinman, must have had when he helped write the music for this movie. I usually prefer orchestras, but still, I think the music in this movie was well done, and I think he used it in a very balanced way. I don't think he went overboard with the technology, and God bless him for that. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all the time we have today for this first episode of Central Florida Film Review. Thank you so much for listening. We will have this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, RedCircle.com. SoundCloud. Please follow us on Facebook and consider listening to us on Spotify or your other favorite podcast platform. And please show us your support as much as you possibly can. Thank you for listening. Have a great night and God bless. Mm -hmm.